Good morning. It is so good to, to be here with students, with future students, with family and friends. Um, I'm excited to introduce today's speaker. There are those people that come along as students and then they leave as friends. Tucker Brown came to LCU to play JV basketball. He ended up uh, being an uh, officer in a social club. He ended up singing country music in a variety show. Do you remember that? And he ended up being student body president. Uh, he's a 2015-16 graduate, and he was student body president that same year. His, the best part of Tucker is his wife, Carly, and his 14-month daughter, Rayleigh, who is, are they here? Uh, okay, they're here somewhere. So let me tell you about uh, Tucker. You know, there are those people in your life that they just, they fill you full of energy and enthusiasm and optimism. That is Tucker Brown. He, he works on his family ranch, the RAB Ranch in Throgmorton. He... Uh, I love talking to him when he comes to campus because to see the lens in which he sees the student experience is so encouraging. And so help me welcome my friend, Tucker Brown. Uh, whenever I did first come here, I, I do want to say for uh, I love I love Shap Days for what a what a great experience for for y'all looking at this school. And if you were not raised Church of Christ like I was and came here expecting to uh, hear music uh, like I did and your eyes were really wide because everyone was singing and you didn't know the words, that's okay. <laughs> because, uh, man, what a, I, I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. Wasn't, didn't raise that way. I did, was raised a Christian, but not raised Church of Christ, but I absolutely love the music, and I'm very blessed by, by that this morning. But I do want to say, uh, it's been a little bit, I try to make it back here every now and then, and uh, you may have heard me say it before, but it truly describes how I feel. I, I'm like a, whenever I come in here, I'm always smiling, looking at all the new buildings. I'm like a cow walking in tall grass. I'm just utterly tickled every time that I come here. <laughs> it's just truly how I feel. It really is. The you know, I like to get I like to get to know the audience a little better whenever I whenever I speak. So, uh, raise your hand or yell if this if this talks to you. Let's see what we have in common. Um, who was raised in a town smaller than ten thousand people? Yeah. All right. Let's cut it down to five thousand. A lot more than I thought. One thousand. Where are my people at? Okay. Thank you. Thank you. I was raised in Throckmorton, very small town. Um, getting a little more personal now. Whenever you're putting on your jeans, who puts in the left leg first? Think about it. You do it the same every time. Left leg first. Weirdos. Okay, who puts in the right leg first? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So this is really going to tell who my people are. Where are the dog people at? Yeah. I'm not going to ask the other ones. Jeez. And real personal, who puts their toilet toilet paper to where you roll it away? Or do you like to doggy paddle it like this? <laughs> doggy paddle? I heard it. <laughs> uh, who watches Yellowstone? <laughs> I hate that show. <laughs> I'm joking. I, I do like it. It's really neat. Uh, just know that it's not all real, I promise. Uh, but So, I do have a lot in common with you. I love it. 
I love it. So I was raised on the R.A. Brown Ranch in Throckmorton, Texas, family ranch. I'm the sixth generation. My daughter would be the seventh. Um, 1895 is when our family created a ranch in Texas, or that's our first uh, sign of, uh, of a year and paper that tell us that we were in it. And uh, just like most cowboys, I'm really proud of my family history and what we do and the people who got us where we are. I like looking back and uh, I, I like looking at history. When I came to LCU, that's what I wanted to do. I wanted to look at the history and how the school got to where it is and who are the leaders, who are the trailblazers that got it to where it is today. I, I have the, uh, the great honor of being able to work under my grandfather and, and now my dad, and I get to work with my family. And whoever says working with family is easy is a liar. <laughs> it's not easy, but I wouldn't have it any other way. I promise you that. I got to... Uh, as we talk about family history and how important it is to me, I got to looking at the, at the lineage of Jesus, of, of what, his, what his lineage looks like, his family tree. And uh, in, in Matthew, uh, there's, I think there's a couple places where it, where it shows it, but uh, the one that I, I've been most familiar with is in Matthew at the very beginning. And the interesting part in, in that I, as you read it, it says, uh, so-and-so the father of, so-and-so the father of, and it always continues as the father of. And looking through it, Jesus' lineage was anything but perfect. And a lot of times when we look back at our family history, we try to hide those, uh, that crazy cousin or that crazy aunt or, or whoever it may be out, out of our lives, like, yeah, let's just forget about that one, okay? And But with... With Jesus' lineage, they, they didn't do that. His lineage was anything but perfect. As we look through it, I'll read through it here. Um, Abraham, the father of Isaac. Isaac, the father of Jacob. Jacob, the father of Judah and his brothers. Judah was the father of Perez and Zerah, whose mother was Tamar. Not many times do they throw in the mother of. But Matthew found it important enough to add into this family history at a time where they didn't do that. And the story of Tamar is unbelievable. It is, it is a crazy story. Anything but perfect. Tamar, it, it, I'll help remind you, she, uh, her husband was killed because God thought he was evil. Her next husband was killed because God thought he was evil. And so the, the father-in-law was like, you're cursed. Like, I, I can't give you my last son. I need you to leave. And she leaves, and she dresses up as a prostitute years later and sleeps with her father-in-law. Like, that is not a perfect story. And, and the, the son that was born out of that is in, that's the line of Jesus. And uh, as we keep going, uh, Perez, the father of Hezron, Hezron, the father of Ram, Ram, the father of Amenadab, Amenadab, the father of Nashon, Nashon, the father of Solomon, Solomon, the father of Boaz, whose mother was Rahab. Anybody know why Boaz was, uh, was mean before he married Rahab? Or... Nope, wrong one. Wrong one, that's all right. Rahab, if you need to understand the story of Rahab, Rahab was a prostitute of Jericho that helped the Israelites defeat the Canaanites. And... That's not a perfect story. She's definitely not a perfect, perfect lady, but Matthew found it important enough to add it into the lineage. And as we keep going, it talks about Jesse, the father of King David, David, the father of Solomon, whose mother was Bathsheba. 
And we know the story of Bathsheba. It's not perfect. Bathsheba was seen in a bath by King David, slept with the king, had a, had a, uh, became pregnant, and then King David got the husband killed, including other men that weren't even a part of it, but were in the army and were killed. That's anything but perfect. And it talks about, it throws, it, Ruth is in here as well, and uh, the man that Ruth married, anybody know why he was so mean before he married Ruth? I've always understood that he was ruthless before that, but that's... <laughs> I do want to thank Dr. Carey for the great jokes I learned here in college, so they're <laughs> fantastic. I'm a dad, so I can say those jokes now. And then it's uh, through the rest of the lineage, it's fathers all the way down to Jesus. But Matthew found it important enough to add those females in there, those women in there that were very, very important parts of the story, but were, were anything but perfect. In Romans, it said, God causes all things to work together for the good of those who love God. And looking through that, that lineage, there's a whole lot of mistakes that happen in there. The same way we look at our past or that we look at our family's past, that that's the vision that people look at us with. But the cool thing about coming to college is that you get to restart that. You get to set like, your, your, who you are. And LCU, there's not a better place to do that at than at LCU to be able to head in the right direction towards God. I like to look at history, and I, I think we should keep an eye on it as we're moving forward, looking back at the people who got us where we are. But it's so much more important to be able to look forward and, and to run towards our goal, run towards Jesus. So no matter if you're ashamed of your past or your family tree, your crazy cousin, that crazy grandmother, Looking at Jesus' lineage, he used unperfect people to create, the, to create Jesus, the only one that's ever been perfect. So to say that you're not good enough to be able to be used is such a lie that, you're, that the devil is telling you. So don't let that distract us from the fact that let God use us. All we have to do is say yes whenever he wants us, right? All we have to do is say yes and do it. And no better place to do it than LCU to be surrounded by people who want to push you towards that goal. We know how the book ends. We know how this Bible ends. God wins. And so why let the devil distract us from moving forward but thanking those behind us? Thank you all so much. God bless. And you're dismissed.